0: This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Biomega Fish Oil from Biotics Research. For over 40 years, Biotics Research has been providing the highest quality supplements surpassing industry standards. Biomega Fish Oil contains therapeutic doses of vital omega-3s in the triglyceride form, which is highly bioavailable. Biotics Research ensures maximum purity and freshness by managing their fish oils from catch to capsule, verified by rigorous independent testing. For more information, go to drhoffman.com slash biotics research. That's DRHoffman.com slash biotics research for Biomega fish oil.
1: Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's foremost program on health, medicine, and nutrition, featuring the latest on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr.
0: Ronald Hoffman. To Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and a very happy Easter and a happy Passover as Passover wanes, giving way to Easter. It's a holiday weekend, but we're here, we're on the air, and we are available. You can come directly into the doctor's office when most offices are shuttered. By calling 877-726-8255, if you've got a question related to intelligent medicine, the best of high-tech medicine, the best of natural therapies, you've got something on your mind, if you've got a pressing question about COVID, which still remains one year later, the elephant in the room, it's lumen large, and lots of what we're going to talk about today relates to COVID, but not everything among the things that uh, we're going to tackle Long COVID, it's controversial. Is it real? And what, if anything, can be done about it? Also, new studies reveal that masks can be toxic. Also, stress really does make your hair turn gray and fall out. And scientists have discovered the key to what's going on when stress makes you lose your hair covering 877-726-8255 is our number lots of time for your phone calls but um, we're at a crossroads more people are taking vaccines as availability improves uh, actually there's enough vaccine out there the bottleneck is in the distribution but the manufacturing going gone pretty darn well uh, and also a uh, hesitancy is abating Uh, There are fewer and fewer people who are saying, no way, no how are they going to take the vaccine. Uh, There's a slight uptick in cases, and that gets people worried that uh, we're going to follow in the footsteps of Europe. But Europe is different because their vaccine percentage in some countries is in the single digits still. Even in Canada, that's the way it is. They're way behind in terms of vaccinating their populace. So there is a slight uptick in cases, but that's to be expected as restrictions loosen and spring fever overtakes restless young people who haven't yet been immunized. They're uh, breaking out as never before. I mean, I walk along uh, the big avenues in New York City, and there are these uh, outdoor places. The indoor places still are, you know, not full capacity. But uh, outdoors, as the weather warms up, uh, the outdoor places are teaming with kids and they're not wearing masks and they're sitting there and they're in each other's faces and talking and drinking and they're raring to go. But questions remain, where are we headed? Are things getting better? As some people say, are we approaching herd immunity? Uh, As um, a view that's been enunciated by people like Dr. Marty McCary, who's appeared on the pages of the Wall Street Journal and on Fox News. Uh, he's talked about how we may be well on our way to resistance to further spread of the virus and that things may be calming down soon. Or are we on the cusp of a dreaded fourth wave? It's kind of a schizophrenic time. And uh, illustrating that, last week, the head of the CDC, Rochelle, Dr. Rochelle Walensky, uh She gave a, a rather sober assessment of the situation, but then she broke script to proclaim that she had a sense of, quote, impending doom. And she almost tearfully implored people to hang in for just a while longer and maintain precautions. She said she can't face the prospect of another COVID-19 surge. But paradoxically, she at the very same time claimed that the latest data shows that vaccinated people had zero chance of spreading the virus, and that that's not quite the case. We, we haven't yet demonstrated that. I'll talk a little bit about uh, whether vaccine people are potentially spreaders or not. It's actually under investigation. But so how do we reconcile these seemingly contradictory statements from a respected medical authority who's actually got great credentials, formerly the head of infectious disease at the prestigious Massachusetts General Hospital? Well... Doctors have a negativity bias. You you don't want doctors who are complacent saying, yeah, it's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. You know, you could have great bedside manner and tell all your patients everything's going to be fine, but then you'd miss some horrendous hidden diagnoses. So you're always going for the worst-case scenario. That's very, very inculcated in doctors' mentalities. So um, as a result... Uh, she is going to anticipate the worst-case scenario, hope for the best, but anticipate the worst. And um, so, where are we really headed? And there's several questions that are going to determine the course of the pandemic, and among which uh, will people who've had COVID nineteen enjoy long-lasting immunity? And there's some people say, no, you know, studies show that after a few months, your antibodies wane. Uh, some of you out there probably say to yourselves, I might have had COVID last year, even before we became aware of the pandemic. I remember being very sick in February of 2020. And uh, I, I came down with like the worst flu imaginable. But that was before we recognized COVID 19. And, you know, I said, I recovered. Thought nothing of it but now it may be too late to get an antibody test to prove that I've had it and you know the antibodies would indicate that I have at least some sort of immunity but if my antibodies waned uh, maybe I still take should stick uh, take the vaccine well uh, there's some interesting stuff on that Uh, studies now show that even if antibodies wane T cell memory Will confer protection even even against the new variants. And that's very cool because the thought is that it is it possible to get COVID twice? There are some documented cases, different parts of the world, particularly in Brazil, of people re-catching COVID. And the thought is, well, the virus is mutated, so it's different, your immune system doesn't recognize it, and so you're vulnerable. But what they have found is that there are a couple of arms in the immune system. There's the B cell immunity, which generates antibodies, which may wane over time. But there's also a T cell immunity where T cells maintain memory for a very long period, perhaps for an entire lifetime. And according to a new study, Uh, T-cells induced by COVID-19 infection respond to new virus variants. That's very encouraging. So even if your antibodies may have waned, T-cells are particularly helpful in mounting an, uh, an immune response, even to those concerning variants from South Africa, the UK, and Brazil. The ones that are thought to potentially be able to elude the vaccines eventually, and so you might say, "Well, that's that's all well and good, but um, those antibody tests—they're they're available, but how am I going to get my T cells tested to see if I'm resistant to COVID nineteen? Because I, I think I was sick, but then I didn't get tested. I didn't get the nasal swab, and I you know didn't get the antibody test. So I, now I don't know. My my status is unclear." New test has been released. Prior to this, this is all experimental. And, you know, they, they did studies, but, you know, they did studies on limited numbers of individuals to find out if they had T cell immunity, but these tests were not available to the general public. New test just released and approved. You can get it from your doctor. It's called T detect, T dash detect. Its sensitivity, uh, is very high. And uh, what they found is that it's 95% sensitive at picking up whether the T-cells have developed memory to COVID-19. And you may say, well, what if you get a positive, but it's you've had a cold before? That's a coronavirus, too. That's not COVID-19. That won't afford me protection against COVID-19. Well, it turns out the specificity, in other words the rate of true positives as opposed to false positives is n- over 99%. It's very, very specific for T-cell immunity to COVID-19. And uh, five months after PCR diagnosis, the T-detect COVID test still 95% sensitive, and leading antibody tests may be only 52 to 71% picking up the possibility that you've had COVID. So this is a real advance, and this is something that I'm going to utilize in my practice. And you can ask your doctor about it. Go to uh, tdetect.com. That's a place where you can find out about the, the tests that will tell you whether you have been exposed. And the implication of that is that probably there are a lot of people out there who, unbeknownst to them, they may have been exposed. And so herd immunity may be achievable before we think, even though you know, 50-plus million people have gotten a vaccine, 3 million a day, the vaccination rate is accelerating. We still um, have a long ways to go for classic herd immunity, but there may be lots of people out there lurking who may already be immune to COVID-19. 877-726-8255
2: is our number. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine. Now more than ever, it is important to have a healthy immune system. Many health professionals agree that probiotics are a leading natural therapy for boosting immune health. Maintaining glutathione levels is a key factor for natural defense. For a short-term immune boost, try Dr. O'Hara's Propolis Plus, which provides probiotic and immune support and includes Brazilian green propolis for superior antioxidant support and vitamin E, astaxanthin, and flax oil. Be proactive about your immune health. Ask your retailer today about Dr. O'Hara's probiotics, RegActive Immune Formula, and Dr. O'Hara's Propolis Plus today. Also available online.
0: and other irritants before they have a chance to attack the sensitive tissues in your upper respiratory tract. Clear is easy to use, effective, and safe for people of all ages. Clear is simply your best defense in an increasingly dirty and polluted world. I use it myself. You can find Clear Saline Nasal Spray and Sinus Wash at Vitamin Shop, CVS, Rite Aid, and other drugstore, supermarkets, and pharmacies near you, as well as Amazon. Or you can visit Clear on the web at clear.com. That's Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here, 877 726 8255 is our number, and you can call us now, as did Michael in Colorado. How are you doing?
1: Doing very well, thank you. I've got a question regarding Synthroid. Uh, I've been on the, the drug for probably 25 years from a diagnosis I would say it was probably questionable. Uh, asymptomatic mm-hmm. at an elevated TSH, and I've been on it just taking it just because I was told to, and I've been rethinking that. So I did a very safe titration off of the Synthroid, and I'm wondering how long it'll take typically for my pituitary thyroid to kick back in So when I have another test for my T4, T3, and TSH, et cetera, that it's an, an accurate uh, assessment. Mm-hmm. How long okay, do I have to wait, in other words?
0: Right, that, so that's, that's a good question. So tell me a little bit about yourself, Michael. You are the tender age of what? 64. Okay. So it's it's not a bad idea sometimes for individuals when they get into their 60s or 70s to either cut back on thyroid medication or, uh, if possible, get off it because uh, if you get uh, overdrive from your thyroid to your heart, uh, you're more prone to arrhythmias. Younger individuals can tolerate that better. But as you get older, you know, one of the causes of atrial fibrillation is people who are on unnecessarily high doses of thyroid. So what was the occasion of, for you to go on thyroid in the first place? Was it a bona fide uh, elevation in your TSH? Uh, were you feeling tired and bedraggled and well, it, you went to the doctor?
1: It, it, was a, it, was, it was a history and physical, and I was fully asymptomatic. I don't know why the physician mm-hmm. ran the test so many years ago. I yeah. think it was just an arbitrary, capricious kind of test, came back a little bit elevated. That was just kind of yeah. a thing to do. And I it was, was te- fix the fix the test.
0: Fixed, right. Fix the test. But you know, uh, but the patient is doesn't really need it. So we corrected the test, but uh, you know, it was not really indicated in your case. So okay. So not a bad idea. Uh, you know, sometimes when patients are quote non-compliant and they go off their meds, uh, it's worrisome. But in your case, it does make sense. So it takes a little while for your pituitary uh, to adjust and. For your TSH to come back up a little bit, because usually thyroid will suppress your TSH uh, unnaturally. And your TSH will come back to indicate whether uh, you really need thyroid medication. If it's sky high, yeah, maybe you really do need thyroid medication. You just have a good attitude and you kind of push yourself in spite of the fact that your thyroid is lagging. that would be the decider when it comes to uh, T3. T3 normalizes very quickly when you go off thyroid medication. T4 uh, also relatively quickly. So I would wait about uh, three or four weeks to be sure. You know, it might be okay within a week or 10 days. But, uh, you know, just to be sure, wait three or four weeks, uh, get a repeat test. Uh, here's what I would suggest, though. Uh, also... You know, in addition to your TSH, your thyroid-stimulating hormone, um, check your T4. They do that routinely. But also look at T3 and free T3 because sometimes a low free T3 gives us a clue that patients really do need a little boost from thyroid and that can help with your energy, your stamina, your mental focus. Uh, it even sometimes helps to lower your cardiovascular risk, because uh, hypothyroidism can increase your cholesterol, and uh, thereby increase cardiovascular risk. I'll say you know that people with uh, hypothyroidism tend to be a little demotivated; they're less inclined to exercise, and uh, even sometimes uh, have sleep problems. Hypothyroidism sometimes is associated with insomnia. All right, there you go. Eight seven 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 two six eight two five five is our number. When we return, can vaccine recipients still transmit COVID nineteen? What about the variants? Are the variants, as some say, a whole new ball game, which will result in uh, a fourth wave or a surge of cases later this year? We'll investigate that. is our number. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. In these unprecedented times, we need effective immune support. That's why I'm excited to introduce two formulas that work. CV Defense and CV Acute. There's nothing quite like them. CV Defense is a daily preventative, the only supplement that delivers the six most important ingredients to optimize your immune function, including PEA, a critical molecule for long-term immunity at the cellular level. CV Acute is a fast-acting, great-tasting syrup for direct immune activation. It eliminates invaders with the fruit flower and root of patented Chinese medicine. I take it when I feel run down to fend off respiratory infections. Both products are safe, all natural, and backed by numerous clinical trials. For more information and to order, go to TotalImmuneHealth.com and take advantage of discounts from 30 to 50% just for listening to Intelligent Medicine. That's TotalImmuneHealth.com. TotalImmuneHealth.com for the most exciting immune support products in years. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman with you on this holiday weekend, a very uh, happy Easter and happy Passover to our listeners. 877-726-8255 877 is our number. And uh, we're definitely at a crossroads because uh, more people taking vaccines. And uh, which way are we headed? Are we headed towards a new surge? Uh, or are we headed towards herd immunity? And things will get better, as some people say, uh, by late spring. Um, yeah, you know, it's really... Uh, perplexing. And there are a bunch of questions we need to answer, including, can vaccine recipients still transmit COVID-19? And uh, according to the head of the CDC, Dr. Rochelle Walensky, uh, she says it's virtually impossible. Uh, on the other hand, we don't really know. Uh, this is paradoxical messaging. Because on the one hand, she says that uh, it is highly unlikely that people who are vaccinated could transmit the virus. Uh, and the CDC has changed its guidance for vaccinated travelers, uh, saying that um, vaccinated people can travel, quote, at low risk to themselves as they are at low risk to get or spread COVID-19. Uh, On the other hand, during uh, last Friday's White House briefing, CDC Director Rochelle Walensky said it would be better if vaccinated people stayed home. (laughs) She's going against the advice of her own agency. She said, quote, I would advocate against general travel overall. Okay, well, how are we going to know what the real deal is on that? Um, It's true that uh, some people... Who have been vaccinated uh, end up testing positive for COVID-19. But that's because of the exquisite sensitivity of the PCR nasal swab, uh, which might detect the presence of just infinitesimal amounts of viral RNA that, that you might have inhaled, but you're you're not actually infected and your body's fighting it off. So that doesn't mean you have COVID-19, if you've been vaccinated, you might have just snarfed up some viral particles, and the PCR nasal swab test is so, so very sensitive that it picks that up. doesn't necessarily mean you have COVID-19. So a study is underway, and Dr. Fauci talked about it uh, the other day, which involves college students. And uh, half the college students are going to be vaccinated, half of them will not. Uh, then they will do nasal swabs every day, which again, you know, is is that the be-all and end-all of infection? It's a little dubious as to whether that will tell us if they get sick with COVID-19. But the other part of the test is that they're going to, if they are positive, test all their contacts, anyone they've come into contact with, and see if they've transmitted the virus to any of their contacts. So... Uh, here's the problem. <laughs> Results won't be out for at least five months. So in the meantime, okay, so you've dutifully gotten vaccinated and you think uh, things are right. So you're going to hit the road again. You're going to take that trip. You're going to see the grandkids. You're going to go to Florida. You're going to go to California, well, wherever it is, your dream destination. And um, they say, you know, stay home. <laughs> you still should stay home. Oh, and by the way, Uh, Keep wearing a mask. Yeah, just in case, you know, Uh, it's it's far from settled science and uh, the sciences keeps changing. And also the science gets appropriated by uh, one particular political orientation. You know, there's the lockdown vigilantes versus the breakout folks uh, diametrically opposed in their views on different sides of the political spectrum and uh, we're going to see what happens cuz uh different states and localities offer case studies of what happens under lockdown versus what happens uh when we normalize things and we'll see if, you know if the outcome is materially different 8777268255 is our number you know in these unprecedented times we need effective immune support and that's why I'm really excited to introduce two formulas that work, CV Defense and CV Acute. There's nothing quite like them. They are really quite different. They're not run-of-the-mill formulas. CV Defense is a daily preventative. It's the only supplement that delivers the six most important ingredients to optimize your immune function, including this one, PEA. It's a critical molecule for long-term immunity at the cellular level. CV Acute is a fast-acting, great-tasting syrup. For direct immune activation, it eliminates invaders with a fruit, flower, and root of patented Chinese medicine. And it's safe, quality controlled. I take it when I feel run down to fend off respiratory infections. Both products are all natural and backed by numerous clinical trials. For more information and to order, go to TotalImmuneHealth.com and take advantage of discounts from 30 to 50% off just because you're a listener to Intelligent Medicine. Special offer for our, our listeners. That's Total Immune. Health.com, totalimmunehealth.com for the most exciting immune support products in years. All right, Um, this uh, item uh, has to do with face masks. And yeah, there's a big debate about face masks and the the symbolism of face masks. You know, a lot of people think face masks uh, have the connotation of submission to authority. Other people, uh, believe that's bunk. The science supports the use of face masks. And besides, uh, it's a patriotic duty to, uh, protect ourselves and flatten the curve and, um, so on. So it, it, it's like a badge of either, for some people, a badge of submission. For other people, a badge of, uh, virtue signaling that they wear a face mask. So besides that aspect, um, you know, I've heard it said some people say, well, they're not getting enough oxygen from their face masks. So they find it hard to breathe. And yet the face masks are uncomfortable. But uh, most studies suggest that, you know, unless you're wearing a very tightly fitted face mask, uh, that it doesn't, most of them don't really impede the flow of oxygen or the release of carbon dioxide from your body which, uh, you know, some studies show that tight-fitting face masks can actually impair performance uh, among uh, health professionals using these uh, tightly fitted masks to perform uh, procedures in hospitals. Okay, well, there's that, but your face mask, let's face it, it's not a professional face mask unless you're wearing an N95. Uh, The vast majority of face masks are pretty porous. But there's something else about face masks. Scientists have revealed evidence of toxic chemicals in some face masks. Uh, this study from the Daily Mail in the UK. Preliminary tests have revealed traces of a variety of compounds which are heavily restricted for both health and environmental reasons. They include formaldehyde. Uh, boy, do I know formaldehyde because um, it's a ritual medical school to do anatomy Dissection. You're given a cadaver, you and your team of fellow medical students, and you carve away at the cadaver to learn anatomy in a room that is laden with formaldehyde fumes. Uh, That caused a few of my classmates to eschew anatomy because they just couldn't tolerate the fumes. Uh, It burns your eyes, your nose, your throat, can cause coughing and wheezing, and makes it feel like you want to throw up. but hey, it was medical school. That's what we did. We wanted to become doctors. We pushed through it. But experts are concerned the presence of these chemicals and masks, which are being worn for prolonged periods of time, could cause unintended health issues. I mean, you have the, you know, the masks sitting alone on your table. They're not going to exude lots of toxic chemicals into your home environment, but you could lit it. You put this on your face and you breathe it. Um, so the masks have also been found to contain uh unacceptable levels of aniline which is a uh, carcinogenic dye um the um the masks also have cobalt which can be used as a blue dye you know those blue colored surgical masks that are so ubiquitous uh according to the lead researcher on this uh what we are breathing through our mouth and nose is actually hazardous waste All in all, we have a chemical cocktail in front of our nose and mouth that has never been tested for either toxicity or any long-term effects on health. Um, An even more worrying, uh, hazardous fluorocarbons, uh, which uh, lately were featured in the recent Mark Ruffalo hit film Dark Waters. Uh, These are these forever chemicals, uh, PFCs and PFAS. Uh, which are sometimes used, um, in clothing as a fire retardant. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do, do you, do you ever see anybody with a mask on fire? I mean, yeah, maybe if you try to smoke a cigarette, you know, while you're wearing your mask, I mean, you could light you inadvertently light your mask on fire. That could be a fire hazard. Do they deliberately douse these masks with P, with PFCs, uh, to, as a fire retardant? That would not be good. So uh, the formaldehyde has been documented to have the potential to cause dermatitis. There's a case report of a 38-year-old lab technician um, who, uh, as a result of mask exposure, uh, developed a facial mask which conformed exactly to the positioning of her facial rash, uh, which conformed exactly to the positioning of her mask. So, yeah, you know, uh, we gotta, but how do you know whether your mask has toxic ingredients? I mean, it's like when you buy, uh, food in the supermarket, you know, you can look at the ingredients list, but your mask does not have an ingredients list. It's just like, here's a mask, put it on, you know, so we need some better controls. By the way, these these masks designed for the public do not have to conform to safety standards for hospital personnel. They're just masks, paper masks, or masks made of other materials uh, that um, are designed for consumers and thus uh, do not need to conform to rigorous safety standards. 877-726-8255 is our number. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine. There's never been a more important time to ensure your immune system is operating at its peak. This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman with a new natural solution from Future Farm Botanicals created exclusively to help promote a better immune response. Elderberry with Zinc and Echinacea. Future Farm's Elderberry with Zinc and Echinacea is the first to combine these three powerful ingredients together. Elderberries is packed with antioxidants, vitamins, and may boost your immune system. Echinacea has been shown to activate chemicals in the body that decrease inflammation, and zinc activates T lymphocytes. Low zinc has been associated with increased susceptibility. For more information and order, call 888-841-7216. That's 888-841-7216 or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's future P-H-A-R-M. Myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Elderberry with zinc and echinaceous, all natural science-based and works without adverse side effects. Myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Hi, this is Dr. Ronald Hoffman for Biomega Fish Oil from Biotics Research. For over 40 years, Biotics Research has been providing the highest quality supplements surpassing industry standards. Biomega Fish Oil contains therapeutic doses of vital omega-3s in the triglyceride form, which is highly bioavailable. Biotics Research ensures maximum purity and freshness by managing their fish oils from catch to capsule. For more information, go to drhoffman.com slash biotics research. That's drhoffman.com slash biotics research for Biomega Fish Oil. Hi, this is Dr. Ronald Hoffman. As you know, this is a vital time to bolster our immune defenses. I've received countless requests for a specific list of supplements that I recommend to support immune health. That's why I've created the Intelligent Medicine Immune Support Protocol. My supplement recommendations offering the greatest boost for your immune system when it's needed most. Best medicine is preventive medicine. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com for more information. drhoffmanstore.com. In addition to the immune support protocol, you'll find easy-to-follow links for our supplement starter kit, heart health protocol, and much more. These protocols are an easy way for you to get the exact combination of targeted supplements you need to help you follow the Intelligent Medicine lifestyle. The same supplements I take for myself and prescribe for my patients. And for a limited time, you'll get free priority shipping on all of your store orders. For more details, just go to drhoffmanstore.com. That's drhoffmanstore.com. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman with you on this holiday weekend. 877-726-8255 is our number. And uh, we're getting some live calls, but uh, you can also use that number to record a question. 24-7, 365. Uh, as did this listener. Let's hear it.
1: My name is Fanny. Uh I have two questions. What is the best natural medicine to help to lower cholesterol? And secondly, any natural medicine for dyspepsia. Uh, I've had it for several years now. And for somebody else that I want to tell her about natural medicine, how she can lower cholesterol. Thank you for all the information.
2: Bye-bye.
0: Okay. Thank you for that question. And, uh, you know, so let's, let's tackle it, uh, in reverse order. So for dyspepsia, uh, you know, which is basically, you know, sour stomach or heartburn, uh, you know, I kind of decline to say there's like one remedy for that, you know, take Alka Seltzer, take Pepthobismol you know, like some panacea-like thing that will relieve your dyspepsia, because I really like to probe into the causes of dyspepsia. What are you eating or drinking? Have you recently taken antibiotics? Uh, are you taking uh, acid-blocking medication from time to time? Uh, you know, these are some of the considerations when we deal with dyspepsia. In terms of remedies, yeah, there's uh, DGL, Something that I like to recommend on FullScript, which is our online dispensary, uh, something called Endefin, E N D E F E N, is a nice remedy for many types of uh, heartburn and dyspepsia. But I really like to get to the bottom of the problem, analyze it, and figure out uh, what you're doing wrong. And, you know, sometimes simple weight loss uh, can help dyspepsia because of the pressure put on your uh, pyloric, on your um, esophageal sphincter. Uh, from increased abdominal girth, you know that'll uh, sometimes set off dyspepsia. So when it comes to lowering cholesterol, like I then I, I also turn that question on its head. Like why lower cholesterol? For a lot of people, they're worried about their cholesterol, and that's warranted. Uh, but for others, they may have a high cholesterol, but it's inconsequential. We generally do an EBT heart scan to determine if people have uh, developing plaque. Uh, if they don't we leave the cholesterol alone cholesterol is important for a variety of functions in the body and aggressively lowering it uh, even by natural means is unnecessary but things that lower cholesterol well uh, it's been shown that um, uh, that uh, Regie's rice uh, is helpful um, the uh, there you know other natural things that uh, lower cholesterol that can be helpful Um The, uh, you know, so, but the question is, you know, should you lower cholesterol? I mean, we can lower cholesterol dramatically with niacin, for example, but, um, uh, lowering it in that fashion has not been associated with protection from cardiovascular disease. So we've gotten a little more reluctant to have people undergo the unpleasant flushing associated with niacin, uh, just to get their cholesterol lower when it doesn't really make a difference. In terms of their, um, in terms of their symptoms, so uh, you know, these are, you know, there are things that can lower cholesterol. The the bergamot will lower cholesterol. Uh, That's a product that is the uh, flavoring in Earl Grey tea, but a concentrate of uh, bergamot has been shown to lower cholesterol. Uh, But I'm more concerned not with lowering cholesterol, but with protecting the coronary arteries. And there are a variety of things that do that. Fish oil and resver- resveratrol uh, and um, uh, aged garlic extract. Kyolic uh, aged garlic extract does uh, does a nice job of doing that. We like the, the reserve form of aged garlic extract. Listen to a recent podcast that we did um, with uh, Jim Laval on that subject of cardiovascular protection. Uh, Because there's a whole lot of stuff that, uh, you know, it's kind of a nuanced approach to that rather than just lower cholesterol. Yeah, you can take a statin, that'll lower cholesterol, but that's not the end-all and be-all of cardiovascular protection. Vitamin K as well, MK7 makes a difference. So it's not just a a one-shot deal. Here's an item that's uh, of interest is that cannabinoids... Uh, have been found promising for improving appetite and behavior in dementia. Now, you might think, okay, the marijuana, that's the last thing you need uh, if you're already uh, a little stoned with uh, dementia. But um, results of a, a study presented at the 2021 meeting of the American Association for Geriatric Psychiatry showed that cannabinoids, especially CBD, cannabidiol, were associated with reduced agitation, longer sleep, uh, and uh, improvements in uh, focus and um, mood. So, very cool study uh, because there's not a heck of a lot that really works in terms of improving uh, neuropsychiatric symptoms for patients with uh, early dementia. And again, this, you know, this is not about you know smoking pot. Uh, This is uh, either using uh, cannabidiol oil. Recent research suggests that uh, CBD may reduce agitation by up to 40%. uh, And uh, in many states, uh, they now uh, have legalized marijuana dispensaries where you can get CBD of high quality. You can also get it over the counter uh, from uh, CB Sciences. It's a very, very reputable source. Of um, cannabidiol, which is something that you can try. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, 877 726 8255 is our number. Keep calling. This is Intelligent Medicine.